This week, I go on an emotional roller coaster about the things that make me cry. And we talk about a bunch of Marvel stuff. After that, we're going to do a letter from a listener. What's up, Classic Joni? Then we have our third segment of Bible Bros. It's going to be a great one. The Gospel Outpost presents Nobody Special. Hey everyone, welcome to Nobody Special, two nobodies talking about the somebody who matters. I'm Caleb, your host of Nobody Special. And I'm Danny, your other host of Nobody Special, and uh, we're going to just check into our normal thing of pop culture, politics, and finding God and all of that, and not taking ourselves too serious in the process. So thanks nope. for tuning in today. Uh, Caleb, lordy lordy, look who's 40. What? This podcast is episode 40? 40. Yeah. Whoa. It means we've almost been doing this for two years. Are you serious? Yeah, actually, at uh, episode 50, well, it would have been 52, but it's going to be 51 and a half. We may have to put out a half episode then, because we are on a wrong week now, Uh-oh. ever since somebody wanted to be a little diva and just trash an episode after the board broke. Man, I wish I knew who that was. Yeah, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, thanks to Whoops-a-Doodle number two, we will hit the two-year mark when we're not recording. So, yeah, good for us. The thing is, <laughs> Yay for planning. Like, I don't know if I should be proud or sad for hitting a two-year mark. <laughs> Dear goodness. <laughs> joking, joking. This I love a, this. I love it. It's it's gonna be another episode of jokes I thought were funnier in my head, but just came out mean. Like, yeah, are the amount of times that that actually happens on this show? I think for both of us is really, I would say, telling about the condition of our heart. To be honest, I think that's a Man. lot of it. Is um because both of us have done this. Both of us have told jokes, and and prior to telling. Prior to telling that joke, have both gone, oh, this will be funny. And, yeah. and then just as it comes out, you know, just thinking like, this is the most hurtful thing I could have said to another human being whom I really care about, you know? Exactly. I think both of us have done that, and it's fun to go through and just go through the old episodes and be like, oh, you're such a jerk, Danny. <laughs> so, yeah. I do that all the time. It's horrible. I probably do it. I just don't realize it just because I make those jokes in real life. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I do too. But, um, so, have you had a good uh, two weeks? Been two weeks? Anything I've fun happening? Had a good two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, did anything fun happen? Yes. I don't think so. I don't know. I I honestly get so busy that I can't remember what mm-hmm. I have ahead of me or what even happened. You know, so it's like... I feel you on that one. Yeah. yeah I don't know what happened. <laughs> I don't know where I was, but I was very busy doing it. So um, I had my parents in town. Fun. And, and that's kind of cool because um, yeah. they're, they're, you know, they're in North Carolina. I, I know we'll talk about this a little bit too. Yeah. They came back from Montana. They were in North Carolina for like three weeks, came down, go to Clearwater, visit the grandparents. And they came back Ooh. and just stayed for a bit. Um, it's really cool. Because I enjoy having someone to come home to, and also to occasionally get a little bit of help on uh, uh, laundry. So yeah, and and just to hang out. See, I'm boring, and I'm always scared that they're 
really hating being here because um, yeah. I, I don't, I don't do anything. And they're like, no, we enjoy it. It's just kind of nice. So, uh, but I did go and take them to Ant Man. Hey, finally saw Ant Man. It's very good. It was fantastic. I yeah, thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought it was better than the first one. Um. Oh, you disagree? Yeah, I kind of do. I it was good. They were there. There are a couple things they didn't keep that I thought that they should have kept, and then a couple other things that felt kind of as if they understood they had to put it in, but it was really forced. Yeah, you know the whole. Um, I forget the guy's name. The friend from prison. The friend from. Oh, yeah. you didn't like him? No, I I did, but but. but uh, Okay, but that style of storytelling, they really had to force that. I thought. I you thought they thought? really forced it. Mm-hmm. I thought it wasn't too forced. It was it was alright. It was good. But I enjoyed it as a movie, especially the ending. Yeah. Um you know how they tied it into Infinity Wars and all that. I thought that yeah, was really cool. That was like, very interesting. You know, because everybody asked, why wasn't he in uh Infinity War? Infinity. So and they explained it. And I and think I we're doing spoiler like where free. It was left. I yeah, I think we're doing spoiler free. So I I think that's Even all we're going to say. Remembering it, it just makes me just guys. Hey, is hey. that too much? Too is that much. too much? Oh, too much. <laughs> I'll take this out in post. No, not going to happen. Not going to happen. Um, okay, so so the other thing, uh, there are a lot of movies coming out that I saw the previews for in Ant Man, oh. and I think. It shows a lot about me and how much of a freak I am that I was like, oh, this movie looks great. So uh, the house with a clock in its walls. Yeah, I feel like I've been watching trailers for that for like two years now. Is it's, that just me? It's the first one I've ever seen. That is? Yeah. I've been, I have been. I feel seen like it. I've seen that in theaters it is. like 10,000 times now. Are that? I think it's going to be great. It is straight up weird. I love Jack Black. Mm-hmm. I just I love that man. He's At first, great. I thought it was Goosebumps too because they are making that. Um, yeah, and it's not Goosebumps two looks terrible. Just want to go ahead and put that one out there. No, but this I think it could be interesting. It's it's really strange. It's bizarre. It's dark, but yeah. I appreciate that. Uh, also, the Nutcracker in the Four Realms. Interesting. Uh yeah. I, is is Tim Burton doing that one? Probably. <laughs> I, think, I think Tim Burton's doing that one, and I tend to appreciate Tim Burton's style. I really do. Yeah. Um, I, it looks interesting. Like, it's so... It's different, and that's what makes it interesting. Like, it doesn't look like a movie that you'd go... See. Like, it's mysterious, almost. Oh, yeah. Well, in, and they finally took that story and made it good. I'm just oh, is that say, an actual story? Uh, the Nutcracker? Oh, uh, I thought you were saying, yeah. like, in the Four Realms. Well, I, I don't know if that is, but I do... Know that um, the Nutcracker. I've had to go to that ballet so many times for being a youth pastor, um, and they're like, Man, "Oh yeah, come you to just Nutcracker." Threw some shade. <laughs> um, it is one of the most boring stories. Ever. The first act is kind of cool because something happens. The second act is terrible, and I is have it, no problem saying no words, that. Words though, like what even? Ha- I don't even know. What ha- I've watched it like so, ten thousand times, and I don't know what. So, it means. so the first act is about battling. The Rat King, and I believe that's just a... Uh, oh, that's oh, right. Oh, that. notification. Uh, I think that's just a, a collection of rats that have had their tails tied together, and that's the Rat King. Um, no, I'm just wow. kidding. 
that's a bad joke. Anywho, but um, and and the Nutcrackers are fighting the rats, and it's kind of cool. The second half of that is um, the dream of the main girl, and just all the places she goes to as the princess of this imaginary place. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy telling people that the second act is so boring. Even the main character has fallen asleep. Wow. It just keeps what going. What a joke. <laughs> it just, I mean, the dances are great. Hey, anybody who's been in the Nutcracker, they're phenomenal dances individually. Mm-hmm. As a whole, the Nutcracker sucks. <laughs> I just, I like the Nutcracker strictly because of the Christmas nostalgia. It just makes yeah. me feel so good. And it's great iconic music. Absolutely. Like I have my little Christmas tree bow tie that I wear every time I go to like the, you know, the Florida Times Union. And then they release snow too, so if you if you're sitting like there's all the snow falling, and you're like mm-hmm. this is great. This is Christmas even though it's not what Christmas and means. Then it's plastic. <laughs> it's like what is this? <laughs> But so. I love going to it as an event. But mm-hmm. yeah, the mm-hmm. actual content of it. Oh yeah, great. music's good. Yeah, I like music. I mean, this is kind of in 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 the style of the Alice in Wonderland. Uh, yeah, you know those oh, oh the movies that came out, which I loved. You loved those? Oh, they were so oh, good. Man. I love that. I'm that kind of freak. Like I'm t- I'm totally on board with that. Um, but I also I need to take this time and say. I refuse to go to Dumbo. It's not going to happen. Why? No, I'm not going to Dumbo, and I'm not going to Christopher Robin. Why not Christopher no, Robin? Absolutely not. No. What? Because I'm not going to cry in the theater. I'm I'm not going to tell people, but I'm going to get on on some kind of DVD thing, and I'm going to watch it. I'm going to ball my eyes out, but I'm yeah. going to do it at home, and I'm going to do it alone, and not publicly. I literally, I, there's only one movie. That makes me cry like a baby, but I mm-hmm. love the movie. I love it so much. All right, what is it? It's The Odd Life of Timothy Green. Have you ever watched that? Nope, won't watch it. No, won't do no, it. No, I want you to. No, like for it that just reason. makes me feel so good because you just get all your tears out and you're just no. like, I love that movie so much. I, I want to watch it again now. I cried during a Dumbo, the cartoon. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't even remember it. That movie honest. took you through every stupid emotion that you can possibly <laughs> think of. It's the worst thing in the world, and I hate it. I hate. I hate it. So first of all, in the cartoon, he gets like shwasted. Like yeah. he gets wasted off of something from the circus or something. It's it's crazy, and he has hallucinations that the bubbles are trying to kill him, and even <laughs> the music is like, "They're coming! They're coming!" They're coming that to take you away. Funny. And it's like, no. And my eight-year-old self was like, eh, no, don't like this. Don't like this at all. And then and then the part that gets me that I'm going to super try not to tear up, but I have not been successful in not tearing up anytime I talk about it because the mom is in the prison jail thing uh-huh. and uh-huh. she's just cuddling baby Dumbo who doesn't understand why he'll never see his mom again. It's the saddest thing in the world and that movie can just that movie can just forget itself. I am not going. I am tearing up a little bit. Yeah, I can see. super sad because she's it's the You're not saddest joking. thing. It's the saddest thing in the world and I hate I hate hate I want it. you to watch Timothy Green though. No, no, because I know what happens. Because I saw the video of the two kids crying in the back of the car. Which was funny, but um, in a sick way. Yeah, but it's just 
Yeah, I don't know. There's something killed about movies by global warming. I don't that make that. you cry. They killed Timothy Green because of the greenhouse gases. No. That's not, do you think that's what happened? No, but I know he doesn't make it out of the movie. If you knew why, you would understand. Is this a giving tree thing? Because I think we've actually gone over my thoughts about the giving tree. I don't know what the giving tree is. You don't know what the giving tree is? The old book? I know what it is, but I haven't read it in like 2,000 years. Like, what does it entail? The giving tree. This guy, he comes and asks for parts of the tree throughout the course of his entire life. And and the tree, because he's the giving tree, gives of himself the whole time. Uh Now, the problem I have on this is that this little turd comes up to this little tree and takes advantage of him for the whole stinking book. As, as the tree's grown, it's like, I need apples. Here, have some of my apples. Then the tree doesn't have apples ever again or something. So then he mm-hmm. chops down the tree to build the house. The tree's like, oh, I mean, I guess that's fine. Uh. So then he's just a stump. And at the end of this guy's <laughs> life, at the end of this, no, this is complete garbage. At the end of this guy's life, he comes like, I don't have anything. I don't even have a place to sit. And she's like, I guess you could sit on me. You've taken everything. And th- <laughs> and that's how it ends. Hey, what a nice tree. I mean, that... Sure, great tree. Of, that is sort of... Garbage. But not really what happens. Garbage. My favorite thing about that movie that I didn't realize until I watched it, like, literally, it was like a week ago. I watched it really recently. Um, But Lin-Manuel Green? Miranda is in it. In Timothy Green? Yeah, and oh. I was like, oh... That's, that's Lynn. I didn't know him until I, you know, saw Hamilton. I mean, but, I mean you still don't know him. Well, I, I'm saying I didn't know of him. Of him. You only had Lynn the and I. You know, Lynn, Lynn and I, Manuel. we hang out all the time, you know, sing together, dance together. I We're call just him Manny. <laughs> Lenny Manny. Lenny Manny. So, yeah, anyway, so that was my, uh, my, my past week. I took my parents. Actually, I told my mom. Um, why I wouldn't go to Dumbo because she yeah. was my mom. I was like, I had to look away. That's and I'm, I'm pretty sure she saw me and I'm like, just be cool for yeah. once in your life. Be cool. So, uh, so Caleb, we got a lot of cool stuff going on this week, uh, for our show. Yes, we do. Now that we've recapped how big of a neurotic nerd I am. Um, neurotic nerd. What does that neurotic mean? Neurotic nerd. What is neurotic? It's I'm neurotic. What does neurotic mean? If I have to explain the jokes. Um, <laughs> crazy? Mm. Is that an actual word? Yes. Oh, it's an I thought word. you were making that up. Okay. No. All right. Well, I guess I'll believe you. You know, I guess. Wow, you're, you're upset. I see. I'm not, a, I am not upset. Anyway, so, <laughs> uh, Caleb, what do we have going on today? We have questions. Oh, wait. Nope. That is not the name of the segment. What did we name? Did we actually name the segment? Letters from listeners. I feel like we stole that from somewhere. That Correction. Is- I feel like I stole that from somewhere. Yeah, yeah. I will we- take the culpability. Yeah, 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 yeah. We have more letters. Thank you guys for emailing in. And or thank you, guy. Asking. <laughs> yes, thank you, guy. Thank you, guy. Singular. We're not going to change his nickname, though. Caleb, you want to read the letter for us? All right. This is from Classic Joni. Classic Joni. All right, the question is, if I can freaking read around my mic stand. All right, all right, we're going to have to adjust. Just bear with me, everybody. I mean, we read it beforehand, too. Well, I can't do it from memory when there's a <laughs> mic stand in my way. It's literally right in front of them. Okay, the message is, in Captain America's Civil War, 
Should the Avengers sign the Sokovia Accords and be controlled by the UN, or should they have free reign? So we're apparently doing the Marvel-themed episode again, which is good. It's been a while. It is good. Uh, Sokovia Accords, uh, in case you were wondering, is um, in the Marvel Cinematic Whoa, lightning. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh. There's a storm going outside. Just a quick... If there's ever an awkward pause, yeah. let me explain the thing that's happening. Is there's big lightning. <laughs> big lightning. That doesn't come through for like 60 seconds. And it's really freaking us out because we're trying to figure out how close it is. Yeah. And it might be in Georgia, but is I saw that one go across the sky. That literally scared me. Yeah, it's... And we're holding electric cords. But, okay. Sokovia uh. cords came from Captain America's Civil war it was a dictate that they um prior to the avengers going out and doing anything they had to be approved by the sokovia Accords. yeah that they're operating out of the uh united nations and um that kind of thing so i think in the end the only person who actually kind of signed it and kept to it i would think was war machine i thought iron man did did he did he I don't know. Did I mean, based on Infinity, it would seem that's a big no. I mean, I feel like that's a bit different, though, because that's like... That's, he was the only one there. I don't know. Yeah. So... I don't know. Um, I know this has come up in, in a few different contexts that Caleb's been in about the extent of government and that kind of stuff. So, Caleb, I am very interested... In, in kind of the thoughts on this, because as far as governmental training goes, yes. you truly do have more than I do because I don't care. Wow. Yeah, I know. Do I have more than you? We'll guy, <laughs> and with that said, go and uh, <laughs> vote in the midterm elections, I guess. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, my opinion on this, you know, I think that superheroes... They do have their own risks. I mean, like, you know, they, they really did screw up some stuff, like, bad. You mm-hmm. know, they dropped the city. Um, I mean, they didn't drop the city, but they... Was that them screwing up? But, yeah, that's <clears throat> what's, that is what is, you know, being asked here. But then, but then there's, you know, the aliens that attacked New York City, and everything got messed up. But... Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards the side that they did what they had to and well Ultron I think is different. The first if we are talking about the first Avengers, mm-hmm. that was something that was kind of outside of their control damage wise mm-hmm. and all the lives that were lost and stuff. That was mm-hmm. that was all Loki, right? And uh I mean, not all Loki, but, you know, like the Shatari, he released them, and they were literally, they saved everyone. They, mm-hmm. they The Shatari did screw up stuff. Okay, with the exception of the Hulk. He's just, like, around smashing, bringing buildings down. He's a bit crazy. But when... Yeah, but okay, when, okay. When right. we come around to Ultron, this one was a bit different, and I think that that's because... Ultron was something that Tony created. Um, and that's where I, I think that it is different. Is mm-hmm. This is like, the, the other scenarios, you know, I think that they were necessary. This one, like, it could have been preventable, but mm-hmm. they didn't really see it coming. So, like, that's where it's kind of excusable. Mm-hmm. And they did defend against it. And he is technically 
the reason behind why everything got destroyed. Now, okay. That being said, I think that superheroes should have free reign because I think that them waiting to them becoming a government service is like just it's not good, you know. I I don't think that mm-hmm. that would be very effective, you know, in response time wise and mm-hmm. in just when has the government ever had slow response time? Is that a trick question? No, it's all it's never. They, <laughs> yeah, they or always they have always had slow response time. Uh yeah. Just ask Flint, Michigan. <laughs> like, <laughs> but you know, like that might be the darkest joke we've told on this podcast. <laughs> but you know, I think that yeah, response time. You shouldn't have to wait for the government to be like, "All right, green light." You know, we voted on mm-hmm. whether or not you should uh, go into the, like that's right, a right. bit much. I think that they should be able to act not on impulse, but you know, from what they've proven from themselves, they can defend well. Mm-hmm. And if the Earth is at risk, they do that. Sure. And I think that that's why in Infinity War, you know, I think that this was a much larger scale. This is like population all of earth you know mm-hmm. before it was just like these specific areas right well and and it was age of ultron too well yeah I age mean, of ultron I mean, yeah because it was yeah they destroyed a city to save the earth yeah exactly which by the way is an ethical nightmare <laughs> like like but they got everyone off probably most people off <laughs> most people off the people below had a bad day but you know whatever yeah i don't know like i'm sorry i cut you off go ahead but for me, I would vote that the superheroes should have free reign. Okay, so so the part I'm I'm having I'm having difficulty on is I uh-huh. think almost on a case by case basis you have to treat it a little different. Um, if mm-hmm. you know to to a few of these people they have powers they have grants they or you know there's a thing about them as a person that they've been given that is un, inalterable. Um, yeah. I mean, you know, Scarlet Witch, she, she, you know, that's who she is. Now, granted, she got it from a Nazi offshoot, <laughs> whatever, no big deal. Um, you know, yeah. she got it from, from, from Hydra, mm-hmm. uh, Hydra. Yeah. So, uh, that's different, but to her, she's a private citizen. Um, actually to all of them, they're private citizens. Yeah. Um, so, so that to me changes it a bit. Yeah, so, uh, because, you know, they're not governmental figures they shouldn't have to come under the authority of a government i mean in the context of i have i can do this or i can't do that mm-hmm. i think it is a bit imposing on on the freedom but you know from a biblical standpoint there's some other aspects that i was kind of thinking about that although they are private citizens from a biblical aspect that doesn't you know, give them carte blanche to do anything they're trying to do. Yeah. Um, you know, these are people that they, they are gifted in other things or they are able to do other things. And, um, just because a person, they have the freedom to do anything doesn't mean it's in their best interest to do that. Yeah. And and isn't in the best interest of people or anybody else to just do that. And, and the problem that they tried to solve in the Sokovia Accords is the, uh, the accountability problem. Is that because these people they were so OP they could do anything they w- wanted, yeah, um, and not be held accountable because how do you hold them accountable? Yeah. Now I think the problem they had that I 
I think is is a bit of a cultural problem also is thinking that big government is the answer to everything. Personally, I don't think that's the answer. Um, and I know that's a whole other argument and debate entirely. But from our cultural standpoint, it, it, people tend to think, oh, oh, this is bad. Government should solve it. And mm -hmm. the problem is people are treating government as if it's God. And that's the problem that I'm I'm going to pick it up on, on a ton of cultural things is, all right, there's inequality. Okay, so the government just balances them. Like, what gives the government the power to do that? Don't do that. There's plenty yeah. of cases. Hey, hey, guys, hey, socialism, there's no good case where that works. Mm -hmm. Stop bringing up every other case. There is no good case where that works. Big government trying to do things outside of things it shouldn't be doing, it's not good. Yeah. On the other side... Specifically, Tony had a major pride and lack of accountability that almost killed the whole world. Yeah. So um, I, th I think instead of answering on a governmental uh, uh, perspective, on a personal perspective, I think all of us have to be okay being accountable to another person mm -hmm. um, and giving that person... Oh, the ability to shut us clean down. Because I think that's healthy for people. Yeah, I think that in this case, it is... I think that the government should have some sort of... I think that they should be involved somehow. Mm -hmm. I don't think it should be as, as powerful as the mm -hmm. Sokovia Accords, mm -hmm. but I do think that there should be, like, accountability in, in those certain areas. Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it is people who are extremely gifted, like you were saying, and sure. they have extreme power mm -hmm. to do a lot of things and it can it can turn into something where it can they they don't really know their intentions and I think that they can go right. for something that is like they they can they could do something bad or good. They obviously we know that their intentions are usually good. But yeah, there's well, actually No, not all the powered people do. Well I'm saying in the in the Avengers case. Mm -hmm. Um and that's like what it was formed around. In Tony's case, yeah, like you need to be able to stop dumb decisions like that. I think that there needs to be some sort of accountability beside, but I don't mm -hmm. think it needs to be like, Is it should we should we save? Yeah, I don't. I think, I think it should mm -hmm. probably be. I think part part of well, see, I'm I might disagree on that a little bit. I think because Avengers are in America and they would be representing America, basically, I think it needs to be involved somewhat. Just yeah, just because like if they wanted <laughs> to fly to Sokovia and like do that, mm -hmm. I mean, they need to know who is responsible so, for that. So that's part of the the problem is that um, being a part of Shield. Because I, I think they're a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. I'm not really sure. Yeah, they're a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. Or they were. Or, yeah. But I S.H.I.E.L.D. Mean, was taken over, so he found... I, what, from what I understand, it, it seemed like he found it as a private. Yeah, but they put S.H.I.E.L.D. back. I don't know. See, this has been the problem, even in S.H.I.E.L.D., is that no one was really sure who, who S.H.I.E.L.D. is representing. Even in the comics, they have this problem. It's like, yeah. who, who, who do you report to? Like, who do you need because uh, it's Nick Fury, but then he's no one really knows what he's doing. He's always doing his. Then there's thing. like the board, um, which you know that has ended poorly. It's mm -hmm. I, if you think about it, all this is Captain America's fault. I want to blame him. He took away the board. Yeah, he created this whole crisis. He wouldn't play nice. I say we uh we we blame Captain America. Thanks, Captain. Yeah. Yeah. 
Take your, your shield. <laughs> Actually, they got really upset in the comics. Did you hear what they did in the comics? Yeah, I know that happened in the comics. He's been secret of Tider all but the But they long. changed it, so it's fun. Yeah, because people super hated that plot. But that was like yeah. that was a plot twist that was just so unnecessary. Yeah, I. But you know, you know, But back to the question. Sorry. Um, I I don't think the answer to everything is government. And I'm kind of mm-hmm. going outside of the question at this point, but. You know, people tend to think the answer to all all problems is more government, um, and I think that's dangerous. I think, as as, as the church, you know, I'm coming yeah. at this from a Christian perspective. Um, the church should be doing things that, if the government does them, is straight socialism. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, caring for the poor. The church should be at the forefront of that ac- of that activity. Yeah, we aren't. Mm-hmm. Um, caring for the planet. The church should be at the forefront of that as, as God's gift and told us to be a good steward of the planet. We don't do that. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't think the answer is to overtax and over Mm -hmm. uh, uh, legislate things. I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. I think it, it comes back to, as Christians, as members of the church, it is our time and our job to rise up and 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 get to our 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 status and job that God has given us. Yeah. Um. To actually care for things, to be generous in our giving, because if it's a grace, if it's a thing I'm giving, it's a grace. But if it's a thing that is mandated and dictated by legislation, it stops being a grace. And it is an obligation, and you can't do that to a grace. Yeah, no, nope, um, I agree. So, but I want to know like what as, your confirmed side would be. What would you vote on hard. this? I already, already told mine. I mean, I mean, like in comparison, you know, he goes through all the numbers of everyone that died and all mm-hmm. those events. Right. In comparison, if they weren't there, it would be a lot higher. So yeah, there my be decision, and I don't mm-hmm. think that government should have that much power. So I would be saying that they should have free reign. That is my yeah. final decision. What is yours? Um, the one that makes it difficult is Vision. Mm-hmm. Because he's he's an expensive hammer. Like I mean, like he's an instrument. Yeah. So that would be the only thing I, I'd i say they, they would have to approve the use of Vision. But even then, he was created by Tony. Kind of. It's all weird. Um I want a yes or no, like, I want a side chosen. No, but. No, no buts. I, I, need, a, <laughs> I need a but. All right. I mean, mm. I was just saying, no, like, out, no. if you weigh your decisions, what would it be? Like, not, like, I know we both have, you know, things that we think yeah. should be done for either side, but if you had to vote on this. I would say no. Also they need to be accountable to something. Yeah. Because Tony's pride has almost killed Earth many times, so... Um, many times? Well... Once? I'm sure there's some others. <laughs> I mean, his his pride and arrogance is a problem. I yeah. think Tony has a lot of power that isn't balanced, mm-hmm. and I think that's problematic. I don't think the answer is to give that power to the UN. Yeah. I, I think that Cap should be... The one leading the Avengers, like it. He's not gonna make it through this next movie. His contract is up, my dude. I know, but I'm saying like goodbye, Chris Evans. We in, miss you. In the best situation, like that's why they 
they brought Cap in is because like when they, they knew what his moral stances were. They knew how mm-hmm. he was able to lead. Mm-hmm. And then that sort of shifted over to Tony after, you know, like the he Avengers. bought it. Yeah, after he bought it, basically. <laughs> so, and then everything right. went to crap. So He was financing it. But, you know, like, that's, I think, in the in ideal situation, Cap should be leading. But, you know. Yeah. You know. Oi. Complicated topic, but... Um, if, if any people have questions or, or their own thoughts, feel free to comment on the Facebook post on this. We want to know who do you think should be in charge of Sokovia or the Accords, whatever. I'm not asking this right. What do you think should happen? There we go. Um, (laughs) so yeah, no, that's, that's a good question. So thank you for that. Classic Joni. Uh, Mm -hmm. Hey, speaking of the MCU, there's been some shakeups. Shakeups. We already talked about this last week, though, right? No. We didn't? No. We did not talk about it. It, it actually came out after. Are you serious? Yes. Oh. Pretty sure. Let me, no, no. Let me yeah, check. yeah. We talked about this last week. There's we, no way we talked about this. Well, let's the see. Guardians, the Guardians of the Galaxy. And James Gunn being fired. I think we briefly mentioned it. I'm not sure. I I think we mentioned it and said, like, that's Garbo. Um yeah, that's what I'm saying. Well, I, I was saying we did your, bring it up. Can you give me a recap while I pull this up? Okay, the recap is, so James Gunn, someone, uh, uh, multiple people revealed, they, they dug up these these tweets from a, a while ago. I think it was like 10 years ago. It was ago. about a decade ago, yeah. Yeah, and that he's already apologized for, he's already admitted it was a mistake, mm-hmm. but it was these jokes that had inappropriate... Um, you know, content and things that people generally disagree with yeah. nowadays. And yeah. he already, five years ago, they were addressed, and he already apologized and admitted his mistakes. And deleted them. And I yes. think it's really important to say in this, too. He deleted them. Yeah. And so now we come around to now, and these people who are intentionally coming after James Gunn have come to Disney or just come to the public and were like, hey, you remember these? No, use and your Twitter voice. Hey, you remember these? Better? Give me one more. Hey, you remember these? Okay. That's... that's... What what are you looking for? Annoying? Oh my gosh, do you remember these? I'm so offended. Yeah, there you go. That's good. I don't know why that was a female. I'm so sorry. Gosh. (laughs) No, it could be a guy too. So in 10 years... (laughs) When people are digging through this show, God bless them for that. Um, they have a lot of dirt on us already. <laughs> <laughs> we are going down if anyone ever finds these. Bye. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. It's, they, it, they dug deep into the archives of Twitter and the internet yeah. to find tweets he intentionally took down because he had apologized for them. And because Disney is Disney... And I really hate that Disney is Disney in this sense. Mm, Hi, James Gunn. Bye. Oh, you're (laughs) out of the Magic Castle. (laughs) (laughs) That's probably a spike. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, James Gunn, thanks for playing at Disney. (laughs) But, you know, and then their their kid friendliness. I don't know why they did this, but it's like they, you know, they fired him from Guardians of the Galaxy 3. And it was just really, it was a dumb mistake for Hi, James to do that. Gunn, please don't make pedophilia jokes on Twitter! And then... Which was it? Like, I, I just think they took too much action in just jumping straight to that. I think they should yeah. have addressed it, since it yeah. was brought up again, and there's probably right. people that didn't even know about that. Mm-hmm. It should have been addressed, 
why why should you dress so aggressively though like mm-hmm. it it does it well, it makes so, them look like so, the hero to other people but like to some it's just it's just wrong so the backstory of that is that you know James Gunn is an outspoken liberal and critic of Trump yes um and 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 that's truly the thing this boils down to is some conservative did a deep dive because he said some offensive things uh or things they felt it was offensive. So Might they, have not been a conservative. Too. I mean, these are generally like... Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, uh, they're pretty sure it was. I hope it wasn't a conservative. No, it... How it, dare you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, because they... It was a hit piece. Yeah. They're trying to take him down. Um, and and this, it, it goes back to the topic that I was talking about the previous episode, so I'm not going to slam this too hard, but we have to stop calling for the firing of people just yeah. at at the first instance of a thing. Um, and, and I, I appreciate it because the cast of guardians, they all came together and I think it took a week or uh, they waited a week and a half. They, they waited they took time a to talk week, about it. I yeah. That's what it um, was. And they put out a letter asking Disney, please bring him back to this project. You know, yeah. these, you know, the content of those tweets is horrible. And, they do not condone that. However, he has apologized and, and, and has gone through the steps to be, you know, to, to not do this thing and to bring that up and fire him over that is basically irresponsible. And they came yeah. out and said that. And I got to hand it to him on that. Now, James Gunn and I do not agree politically. Um, however, I disagree with his firing. Yeah. You know, a friend of mine put it, uh, you know, that they're, that people aren't asking James to open up a church or start a Bible study. They're asking him to direct a movie. And as far as that goes, he's a phenomenal director. Yeah. And you know, specific to this project, James Gunn is the man for the job. Mm-hmm. Now, granted, there are some other aspects still that I think are inappropriate that he does, and, and things that he holds that I think are inappropriate. But um, I do think that calling for his firing is super... It it's it. It's wrong. It is pretend Christianity under the under kind of a face mask of actual Christianity. Yeah, I mean, you know, like you you gotta look at what's loving here, and just because you disagree mm-hmm. with someone politically, mm-hmm. religiously, racially, if that's a word, racially. Can you disagree with someone racially? Yeah. It's called being racist. <laughs> I mean, that's not disagreement. It's just hatred. Well, yeah, that's true. Like, but, I'm, you know, what I'm, I'm white. saying... No, you're not! Like, being opposed <laughs> to someone because they're yeah. different. Yeah, being opposed to them. That's, that's the best way to say it. I disagree with your race. <laughs> <laughs> I just um, checked the box. It said Caucasian. Mm-hmm. But, Are you, though? Yeah. Are but you? it's like, you just because there is difference in beliefs or anything mm-hmm. does not mean that we should call for something bad to happen to someone oh like, yeah i mean it, it's not being loving it's not being graceful i it's just it's not being and i'm not even saying i hope that these people weren't christians i doubt that they were but i'm still not sure because people are people and christians are christians it's and people are good <laughs> who are christians are people if that makes sense All like we indications <laughs> are not looking good. yeah <laughs> um oopsie but, you know, it's just, I think that it's just wrong. And uh, 
It's just annoying. So Honestly, it's obnoxious. You, I mean, you know, all right, you know, a couple of things on this. I I know we kind of talked on this topic again, but it keeps coming up because our culture keeps asking to fire people who screw up one time. All right, can you imagine the ramifications in a spiritual sense if that's how God operated? Yeah, you know, like, hey, I came to Christ, I sinned. Well, then you're out. You're out. You can't do that. You sin one time even after coming to Christ? No, there's no more grace. Grace has dried <laughs> up. Like, can you imagine? That's not the thing the Bible has ever said about grace. You know, the Bible describes it as is just this constant outpouring of you cannot understand the amount of grace I'm going to smother you in. Yeah. It will be hard to breathe and limitless. not breathe in grace at the time. I'm going to waterboard with grace. <laughs> you know, I mean... Which sounds I, like, terrifying, but it's, it's a good yeah, thing. Trust me. <laughs> it's good. What, it, it's the good waterboarding. <laughs> the um, good waterboarding. the good waterboarding. No, but so, so as Christians... Especially to non Christians, we should be okay pouring that same grace out to them. Yeah. Especially if they've gone back and said, Hey, I I'm a changed person. I had been this guy. I regret having been that guy, and I am not that guy at this point. We should applaud James Gunn for having apologized for a thing he didn't have to apologize. Yeah. Like so so there is that, but you know, kind of the big part of this, and you know, I did choose this topic to talk about. Um, I I wanted, uh, wanted to get into the thing the cast did because that to me was absolutely stellar. Chris Pratt done did it again. Mm-hmm. Chris Pratt, you glorious man. Uh, he you know kind of spearheaded this, you know, because he's Peter Quill and it's yeah. amazing. Um, to to you know they're backing up their friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that is is crucial. There's some good Christian messages in that, that as Christians, we have to be okay to back each other up yeah. like, during attacks. That's so crucial. And I mean, to you know, everybody out there, get in a life group, get in a disciple group or whatever the church happens to call it at that place. Get in a group because those are, are the people that can take the hits during the yeah. times of heavy attacks. That's so crucial and it's brought up over and over in scripture to like, hey, it's not good for man to be alone. Or anytime Jesus, you, you know, told his disciples to go out, go out, he paired them up first. It's like, but don't be dumb and do this alone. That's a yeah. paraphrase it's from the message. Um, somewhere in the back. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, even getting on the ark, it was two by two. It was like, don't do this alone. If, yeah. if you go alone, you're going to kill your whole race, specifically with um, the ark. But uh, if you get on that boat alone, yeah. you've doomed your kind. Good job. Uh, it's, it's so I I in and I think it's also important that they came out and they condemned his past tweets, the past things he did. They were open about it. They condemned it. Yeah. You know, they didn't say no. He's never done a bad thing because we love him. Um, they acknowledged open. Okay, that's a bad thing. However, as a person we're going to split the person that he is and the thing that he did. And if that isn't a Christian thing that Christ has done to all of us, I don't know how else to do that. Yeah. I mean, they showed him grace. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's really what they did. They, they circled around him to defend him. I mean, that's something Mm -hmm. that the pastor, or it's even just like a general concept Mm -hmm. in Christianity is that when you have a wounded sheep, 
uh, like you you herd around them. You don't let the wolves get them. You don't mm-hmm. leave them on the outside. You mm-hmm. you circle around them and protect them. Mm-hmm. I think that that's what they're doing here because, I mean, it's it, it's an unfair hit piece, and I'm a conservative. Yeah, you know, and and him and I super do not uh, super do not get a well, like. There's no agreement on a political spectrum between James Gunn and uh, James Gunn and I, and 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 that's a hit piece, and it's I think it's messed up. Yeah, I mean it's. <laughs> It, yeah, I don't, I when I first read this letter, I I thought that they were I thought it was gonna be like, hey, we're quitting our jobs unless you hire him back. I thought mm-hmm. it was gonna be like an old yeah, yeah. You know, but they, they didn't that? do that too. <laughs> but I appreciate that they didn't do that yeah. either. I mean, because I mean, that's terrorism just in a different form. Yeah, I mean, you shouldn't you know? pressure. I, I yeah. Can, that's, can you imagine recasting fun. the whole of Guardians? They wouldn't do it. They would have hired him back, like for sure. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that's too I'm, much work. I'm they glad they didn't. I'm yeah. glad they didn't pull the like, if he's not back, then I'm not coming back. You know that kind of thing. Just because yeah. I think that's childish, also. Yeah, it's pretty childish. But at the same time, I don't know. I, you know, Christians out there, be intentional about being accountable. You know, don't be Tony Stark. Don't be, you, you know, be accountable to people. Be open. Be honest about the sins. Be blunt about them. And, mm-hmm. and if if people are coming in, and I I know we've talked about this before, and I'm gonna smack this bell as often as I can. Be accountable to people. Be honest to people. And if uh, you're the person that a person is being accountable to, let them say horrifying things and don't judge them. Yeah. Um. I don't know if I ever brought it up on the podcast story where I was trying to be accountable to someone. They don't do this. I was telling a person like, "Hey, I'm struggling through this," and they straight up said like, "Oh, only freaks struggle through that." I was like, "Okay, you're kind of a cruddy accountability <laughs> partner." Almost said it. I got it. <laughs> Are we allowed one per episode? Is that what we're doing? I've already used my. I know. One. <laughs> no, like one per episode. That's um, basically what it's been so mm-hmm. far. So, uh, but you, you, yeah. you did it. Cruddy. I'm proud of you. <laughs> Me too, because I was super jazzed right now. No, um, so I did do that, and he did say that, and it took me a long time to be accountable to another person again. And I've come yeah. back from that. Um, you know, Caleb and I have a ton of conversations off air and that are very honest. I'd say in both directions too, mm-hmm. and I think both of us are stronger because of it. Yeah, because definitely we don't have to hide anything, and also. Caleb knows to not talk about my stuff on the podcast. He's not going to go like, it's like that time Danny was doing methamphetamine in the car. I'm like, I wasn't, A, I wasn't. Hey, guys, I wasn't. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure? I don't, I'm, I'm right. just I don't even know where to get it. Like, that's the thing. Yeah, I know, right? You know, people say, it's like, oh, nine out of 10 people are offered this. I'm like, I'm number 10 then. I, yeah, I've never uh, even seen a drug dealer before. I, I don't know. It's the first time I got offered drugs, I was 32. Wow. And I didn't know the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's good. <laughs> that would have been awkward if he did. I think it was, I think it was homeless, and he was just holding something out. Like, you want to try this? I'm like, I'm on a phone call, and I didn't even have my headphones in. <laughs> I, I just hilarious. panicked. Yeah, no, like, no, true story. I panicked. It's like, oh, I can't hear you right now. But it, like, <laughs> I don't know. What was it like? Weed or was it like actual drugs? I don't drugs? know. Did you, well, it would be noticeable if it was weed. I think it was. I, th- I think it was a joint. 
Oh, okay. I think, I don't know. I didn't stick around like, hey, well, that depends. What is it? And like, <laughs> I, was like <laughs> I was going through every instance of a dare class in my head. You know, like, okay, drug abuse, resistance, education. All right, tell me the thing the owl said. Because um, it was an owl or something. No, I don't know. And officer friendly. Hey, funny joke about officer friendly. Yeah. Uh, I would say until way later in my life than I should have. I because our school had the same officer for all the things for like the whole time I was in elementary mm-hmm. school. Yeah. And they and and they'd come in and go, "Hi, I'm officer friendly." So I literally thought, <laughs> "Don't get ahead not. of the joke." <laughs> okay. I right. literally thought her last name was friendly, and oh I'm like, "Oh, that's gosh. really convenient." That is, the mo- you, you're friendly. so gullible. <laughs> I'm glad you're not gullible anymore. That is hilarious. She never said her name. She only said Officer Friendly. That is weird. What was that? I, I think I actually called, hey, Officer Friendly, and it's her fault <laughs> for turning and answering to that name. If anything, she ought to be ashamed of herself for taking advantage of such a stupid child. <laughs> <laughs> I can see you as a child just... Man. Oh, is, dude. Yeah, there's plenty of these stories, man. I don't like going through them. <laughs> so, um, no, yeah. All right. Anyway, sorry. Back to Guardians before. I, I'm an idiot, but I'm also a neurotic nerd. So there we go. No, um, yeah, I can't understress the importance of having a good peer group, though. Um, and Definitely. we're going to get a little sentimental here. Do you want to, you know, I, I, I can't speak for Caleb. But um, I know a couple of people that I'm I'm pretty close to. They're going off to college soon. That mm-hmm. um, this was always the hardest part of being a, a youth pastor is you have to be okay if they go. Yeah, because I mean, there's a few I spent a fair amount of time, and you kind of grow close to people, mm-hmm. and you're proud of them, and you want them to go to the college in town. You know, like yeah, I even had people ask, "Hey, I can't think of colleges to apply to." And I would say UNF. And like, UNF? I don't want to go to UNF. And I'm like, well, maybe God calling you to UNF. You ever think about that? Um, <laughs> you know, you're just complete, like, you know, like, lying yeah. through your mouth. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like, well, I'm trying to go to this program. And they don't even have that there. Like, well, then you need to figure out God's plan for your life first. You want to do that and come up here and dang old. Um, and that's basically how that was. And, um, you know, I, you know, Jake, I'm, Jake's going off to new... York. This is twice I'm going to cry in this podcast. This is great. So I I don't even think he's listening, but you should be, you (laughs) idiot. Um, Sorry. Man, (laughs) See, that's back to that thing that in my head it was funnier. Um, And it's not. No, I'm just, I'm I'm proud of him a ton. He's going to do great. He's going to move off to New York Mm -hmm. and probably not be back till Christmas just because flights is expensive. Uh, yeah. But he's going to go be a swimmer, and I'm so proud of the man. So, yeah. Um, and I'm glad to spend the last couple of days with him. So, That's awesome. Yeah. Well, for me, I guess I'm probably just going to thank my, my friend group, my core friend group, which consists of Ethan, Alex, Jonah. They all have nicknames. Gabe. Well, we're talking about the actual people here, so... Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, has Gabe emailed in anything? No. Gabe, pick it up, my dude. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, that was mean. Okay, go ahead. I'm but coping with sad feelings right that's now. That's really appropriate humor. That's my core group. Um, just know if you guys are listening to this, 
I love you guys very much. I'm thankful for you. I'm proud of each and every one of you and who we've become as a friend group and, uh, you know, through, through God, more importantly, how he has sharpened each and every one of us. But, you know, that's my core friend group. Not everyone is going. Okay. Ethan is going. Gabe is going to a different class. Jonah is going to a different class. Me and Alex are still going to be best buds. Okay, I was going to say, this, uh, yeah, we, this would be the first time we take a break in taping to like go hug it out for a minute. Like They're all leaving. Wink. Um, nah, I still got one. But, I mean, it's I mean, not like we're going to lose contact yeah, or anything. Yeah, exactly. You know, we're, we're still going to, you know, hang out together. But, mm-hmm. you know, it is so sad. But. You have, I, I got to be honest, you have a phenomenal friend group. That I keep forgetting I don't actually know them. Yeah. Because I I saw, oh, I forgot who it was. I saw someone just in the wild. Um, in the wild? You know, just like out. And, <laughs> I was and, like, what does that and mean? And I was about to <laughs> go up to him like, hey man, how's it going? And I'm like, oh yeah, I don't actually know them. Like that would just... I mean, it doesn't, that, you could probably so talk weird. to them. Oh, I probably could. But Wait, which one like, was it? I don't remember either. Oh, it was it at Pure Bean, the coffee shop? Is that Gabe? Yeah, that's Gabe. Oh. You haven't actually met him. No, I haven't. But he knows who you are. And I know know who who he he is. So you guys could probably... Hey, Gabe. Gabe. Hey, buddy. Hey, what's up? You want to keep that coffee shop open on 30 minutes on Mondays? All right. (laughs) (laughs) You want to go ahead and do that? You want to do it? uh, You'd have a customer. (laughs) You'd have a customer, yeah. So, Uh. uh, no, yeah, they're really cool, and they've been a great friend group and i can just tell oh the effect of growing together and all that has had on on caleb and all that so i appreciate you guys too and if i ever approach you awkwardly in the wild please know i can't help it and this is just who i am (laughs) so um yeah yeah we got our 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 thanks done it's it's really yeah i don't want to like oh this has been an emotional it's been an emotional episode for Dave. For Martin. you, <laughs> it's been really stupid over here. That's fine. No, I was I was thinking about it today, and for Bible Bros, because it's Bible Bros, and sometimes Scripture Sisters, because I wrote that one down, and it's really funny to me, and I'm going to say yeah. as often as I want. Um, in Ecclesiastes four seven through sixteen, Caleb, do you want to read it for us? I guess. I, okay, bear with me. Once again, I'm going to have to adjust my mic stand bigger because you're the old one. Okay, fine. Um, one minute, one, here we are. Wait, no. Whoa. I'll get edited out. Here we are. No, 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 no. We're leaving this in. This is raw. (laughs) This is uncut. This is real. Um. That's why people come to us. Ecclesiastes 4, 7 through 16. I put it in the ESV because I know you're a snob about that. Oh, yes, I am. Okay. (laughs) All right. Again, I saw vanity under the sun. One person who has no other, either son or brother, yet there is no end to all his toil, and his eyes are never satisfied with the riches, so that he never asks, For whom I am toiling and depriving myself of pleasure? Question mark. <laughs> this also is vanity and an, unhappiness, and, and an unhappy business. Two are better than one because they have good reward for their toil. For if they fall, one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him who is alone when he falls and has no, not another to lift him up. 
Again, if two lie together, they keep warm. But how can one keep warm alone? And through a man might, and though not through, and though a man might prevail against one who is alone, two will withstand him. A threefold cord is not quickly broken. So, all right. So, I picked this for a couple of things. First of all, this it ended up in our planning. It, it's odd. A, a ton of our planning, it just ends up finding its own theme somehow. Yeah. And that's really kind of cool that it cool. just, you know, has its own theme. And this has been accountability and friendship. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to try and give it a goofy title, but if you made it this far, you then uh, I already got the download count. So whatever. <laughs> um, please also speaking download count, please tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> no. So I, I kind of picked this cause, um, you know, about what was that five years ago, my parents, m- moved out of town three years uh-huh. before that oh while wow, before that five before that my brother moved to uh, montana yeah so uh and then during that time um after my parents had gone and i i was out on my own for a bit um and i, I was truly on my own yeah and just how stupid and dangerous that is mm-hmm. uh, accountability was down i was working crazy hours just anything and i came home every day to an unsafe apartment that I only had my dog and that's all I had. Um, and through, through that process, uh, there, there've been a few people that, you know, picked me up basically. And even, you know, still today, um, you know, parents are, uh, they're going to end up in Montana at some point. Yeah. Um, they disagree with me on that, but I'm really smart and take it. Uh, so (laughs) no, I mean, cause you know, brothers in Montana and there's five grandkids, so it's like, it's a matter of time. They're going up there. And, and they go out there for like two, three months at a time. So they're spending half a year in Montana. Yeah. They have property in Montana. They mm-hmm. have some other stuff. I know they're going to end up there. And that's yeah. cool. Um, and that's it for, to, to be honest, it's been difficult at times. Yeah. Because um, I don't have people to come home to. Mm-hmm. And that changes things. If, 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 I didn't, if I didn't have the dog, I might be crazy. Um, oh, I know. <laughs> yeah, no, like no one, no one argues that. I was like, no, that's a true statement. He's gonna go nuts. So, um, but it, I've I've grown to appreciate oh, oh oh the friends I have, and I know I don't have you know like tens and twenties of friends. I have a really I I I have some friends, um, mm-hmm. but I'm thankful for all of them, and I'm uh, meeting new people. I'm putting m- myself out there. Um, and it's, it's been bi- not bittersweet, but it's been, uh, to be honest, unfamiliar. Yeah. Um, you know, cause I'm in, and then even, you know, like Jake, mm-hmm. um, he's going to go and that's fine, but I've, I've appreciated him a ton just because yeah. he's been there for a lot of stuff. Um, mm-hmm. and I've, I've been able to pour into a person that's been good also. Yeah, uh, but there's been f- families that have taken me under their wing, had me come for like you know Fourth of July and all that. Not this one because you and I had lonely Fourth of July on the Xbox, yeah. which sounds more depressing than it is. It was fun. Yeah. Um. You know, but in it's it's important though because you know the cord of three strands isn't easily broken. And, mm-hmm. Um. Y- you don't appreciate the good that comes out of being in a group 
until you don't have that for a long time. Yeah. And I'd say 2013, 2014, I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I was not planning on going here. Sorry. Um, I, I just, I didn't have it. Yeah. And it's hard to come back from that. Mm-hmm. Um, because you're on your own all the time. And Definitely. that's just how things are. And um, we're not made to do that either. You're super not. Yeah. And I, I can say that from experience that you're not made to do this all alone. Yeah. So, and, 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 and the messed up part is during times people are on their own, their body pushes out every answer to that. Mm-hmm. It 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 just becomes this thing of oh I'm on m- my own so I'm I'm just I'm in the dumps I'm not even going to go outside. It, it it's this odd thing that because I'm isolated you tend to isolate yourself more because you're scared people are going to hate you. Yeah. Um. Do not do that. People going off to college, do not do that. You have 14 days to get your butt into a church, or you're not going to show up for that year. Yeah. Um. You know, get plugged in, meet people, join groups, do that, but don't go all, yeah, just don't do that. It, it's very dangerous. Yeah. And, and it put me probably in um, a season of burnout in a dark place for a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's just, yeah, it's not good. And that's sort of like what I get from that verse too is, and I, we actually, you know, talked about, that's why this is kind of funny this verse is that this is the one that you chose is that we talked about this, you know, on our last night hanging out together, all my friends in, uh, and it's, it's sort of talking about, you know, we're not meant to be alone, obviously. And I, Mm -hmm. that's what you've sort of discovered. I think honestly, the hard way, like I've never had the stupid way. You can say what it is. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But wouldn't do it again. (laughs) Yeah. Lesson learned. And it's it's spiritually depriving, and I think yeah. that, you know, two, it, you know, it says it's good, but mm-hmm. three, and I think even more, is mm-hmm. it's not easily mm-hmm. broken. And that's something where I think that having family through Christ is something mm-hmm. that needs to be sought after mm-hmm. if you don't have it. Yeah. And that is something, mm-hmm. I don't want to say a tool, but it is something mm-hmm. that is God has given us, mm-hmm. and it, it, it brings us strength in our faith. Mm-hmm. It brings us a greater relationship with God. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's it's just mm-hmm. all around very good to be able to, you know, we talked about this too, sharpen each other. Yeah. And, and that is something that you can't get if you don't have it, obviously. I mean... That's an obvious statement, but like that is something. I can sharpen myself. I have to be sharpened by the scraping on someone else. Yeah, by really getting on someone's nerves. <laughs> but it's you know like we are so still. Annoying. I'm going to sharpen him so bad. <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, that is how that goes, though. I mean, yeah. sharpening isn't a fun process. Like it's. I mean, yeah, it's nitty gritty, and yeah. uh, and that is. It's something that, yeah, we, if you do not have it, mm-hmm. 
I, I guarantee you, if you don't have a church that doesn't have like you know mm-hmm. life groups or discipleship groups, whatever your church calls it, um, then you you need I, to get plugged in. Yeah, I don't want to say find a new church, but I am kind of leaning that way a little bit. Like, yeah, if if there isn't community in a church, yeah, there should be a natural community that comes exactly. from being a part of a family together. Yeah. Now, granted, like family, you're gonna hate those people sometime and you're mm-hmm. gonna argue, but that's family. Family argues and sticks together. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And there 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 might be a difference in beliefs and there might be tons mm-hmm. of other stuff, but like the common factor that should be a common factor in this is that you all love and have a passion for God. Mm-hmm. And if that if you all have that or even, you know, bring that to someone else, that's mm-hmm. that is you're you're set up for a very it'll be nitty gritty sometimes, mm-hmm. but you're set up for growth and Absolutely. in your faith and in Jesus. It's like yeah, it's just so valuable. I Absolutely. I, like besides the besides having a relationship with God ourselves and having the Bible, I'm probably missing something else. But like that is important. Absolutely. And I mean during a I, I I now affectionately call them the dark ages for Danny Burton. I I do call them that. Um <laughs> It was a it was a really dark time for me. Yeah, and to the point that I haven't really told many people mm-hmm. just how dark it actually was. Anyway, oh that sounds worse. I'm fine. Um, <laughs> so so the thing I I was always scared of is I knew I needed to just invite myself to places, and I I I was scared of being an inconvenience to people and that kind of stuff because I'd had people say like, oh yeah, just come over anytime. Okay. Here's the deal about that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just going to be straight up honest. And I appreciate anytime anybody has ever said come over anytime. It feels like a courtesy offer because it doesn't have an actual time or place on it. So if things are going okay to the strong people out there that don't struggle through that, ask the person that you never see close to any other people mm-hmm. but says they're doing fine. Because they're probably not. Yeah. Um, and, and ask, like, hey, do you want to come over on Thursday to have dinner? Yeah. Um, and... And that's part of the uh, keeping people accountable is giving them the opportunity to have a concrete offer instead of a "it'd be cool if." Because mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm to this day, to be honest, I hate inviting myself over to places um, because it feels rude. I've been yeah. told it isn't for some people, and I'm like, I know, but I, I need you to ask because yeah, like it's... you know, ask a hey dinner tonight. Would you like to come over for dinner tonight? Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yes, I would. Like, and if, always. By the way, I will always come over for dinner. Um, but if if things are going okay, find that person. Because mm-hmm. um, because a a ton of times they've strayed out and they don't understand how close people actually are. Yeah. Um, and they need to be pulled back in. Pull them back in. Because mm-hmm. a cord of three strands is n- not easily broken, and I think to the two people, they have to go get that third person. Yeah, I think that is part of it is understanding that that person out there on their own, that it isn't that they are weak on their own, although they are. It's that even us are stronger w- with that person. It, it's yeah. not just two people who are inseparable or any of that. You have to bring the others into it. Mm-hmm. So, and I think that. Like even if you are that lone person, like you, it's your job too, and know that it's 
it's your job in the sense that we need to be real in church. We we know that we are all broken and messed up and that we can let people know what what we need. And if that is what you need, I think that you should feel comfortable to say it out loud mm-hmm. in nine out of ten times. And hopefully you're not that ten. But like most Christians are going to be open, be like, yeah, I'm gonna be your friend. If they, yeah, like if you if you act all reserved and stuff, they probably don't want to, you know, you know, go up to you and be friends with you. I mean, that's yeah. just that's in any I mean, it's, any friendship or relationship. It is difficult to tell a person, hey, I'm really lonely. Yeah, it's it messed is. up to tell the person who says that. Well, good luck with that. <laughs> you know, like that's messed up. Yeah, don't, like there's gonna be people that. Don't do that. Generally, like people in church want to have relationships, mm-hmm. you know, with other people, and that's that's something that I think that you will find if you just tell someone. And yes, it's going to be awkward, but it'll turn out in a better result, I think. But you know, that's yeah. that's just important to to let people know, and that goes with anything, like not even just this, but letting people know. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to, to- tell the whole church congregation but letting someone know yeah, your, what yeah, you're struggling with but yeah don't stand up in the middle of church like i do cocaine <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like you know my mom then always said judgment. like <laughs> like there's a difference between being honest and putting your business on the street um yeah. you know there's a difference between that but so i well i think that's gonna do it for us today this has been a roller coaster of an. This has been a Dumbo of an episode for me oh, because man. I have been all up and down the emotional roller coaster. So, Lordy, Lordy, look who's forty. I guess that's what happens when you hit this age. Um, 40. 40. You're not, you're not forty yet. No, but Thank the but the podcast is. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, that's this episode right. forty. This episode I was 40. like, I was like, why are you mentioning this that? This episode forty. <laughs> I already I'm coming forgot. Full circle. <laughs> so, uh, check us out on Facebook, Gospel Outpost, Twitter, Gospel Outpost, uh, Instagram, Gospel Outpost. Um, we haven't made the nobody special ones yet because I've been tired. That there's really no other reason than that. Yeah, I've been tired. I have people in town. And that's excusable. And I don't. I don't need the pressure. Trust me, I know Danny's schedule, and it's excusable. You're. That's not an excuse. Well, I mean, it is an excuse, well, but it's a good excuse, a reasonable excuse. I, you are a busy person. I played Xbox for three hours the other day. It was the most glorious thing I've ever done. Um. We need playing Wildlands. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a very important time. That is a sacred. Other than the time me. that we yeah. have with God, that is a sacred <laughs> <No>. time. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, thank thank you to Classic Joni for our question today. Yes. Thank you to uh, to Ethan, uh, nickname forthcoming for our delicious theme song. Whoa, delicious! I was trying to find another adjective, and that's the only one <laughs> I that use came to that mind all the time for our delicious theme song. He did a lot of hard work on that and i'm i i mean to thank him every episode and i forget to write it down so so um to ethan a nickname forthcoming because i do know that is your nickname nickname <laughs> forthcoming uh thank you again we appreciate all you've done uh caleb is is that is that gonna is anything else i don't think and, that there's what am i missing else? this is the worst sign off i've ever done um, Are you missing something? Probably. Give us five stars on anything that you're able to give five stars on. And tell tell your friend. Hey guys, tell yes. your friends. We really Please. need you to tell your friends. We're begging like little puppies. Me and Danny are making puppy dog faces right now. Yes. Danny's not. I am. No, no, we are. We both are. 
They're really cute. It's we the Magic of Audio you know. podcast. Oh, I'm on a pony right now. Get out of here. Like, what are you? I'm riding a magical dragon. Oh, no. <laughs> Uh, I'm dropping Phyllis's head off with a chainsaw. You have no evidence against us right now. (laughs) All right, that's going to do it for us today. Thank goodness we ended on a funny note, maybe. Um, Yeah, that's going to do it for us today. I'm Danny. And I'm Caleb. And we are Nobody Nobody Special. Special.